Blog Talk Radio. A long, long time ago, I can still remember how that music used to make me smile. And I knew if I had my chance that I could make those people dance and maybe they'd be happy for a while. But February made me shiver With every paper I deliver Bad news on the doorstep I couldn't take one more step I can't remember if I cried When I read about his widowed bride But something touched me deep inside the day The music died So bye-bye, Miss American Pie Drove my Chevy to the levee But the levee was dry And them good old boys Were drinking whiskey and rye Singing this'll be the day that I die This'll be the day that I
day that I die. Singing 
Everybody, to journey into the light spiritual radio on Blog Talk Radio, streaming the airways for the past 10 years, over 5,000 shows, and we have taken over 25,000 free readings. Did you hear that right? 25,000 free readings. And if you would like to be a guest on this show, let the world know about you. Send me a message. Now, tonight, we're also streaming live across the world. The radio is also, but on Facebook Live. Welcome, Facebook Live folks that are coming and going, and welcome to the show. Please share that out as many times as you can. And tonight, we are really uh, blessed to have on to our uh, show um, from Lilydale, Lilydale, New York. It's um, uh, been there for... 150 years. Um, I'm going to ask Greg, who's my guest, uh, more information on that. But it's a spiritual center, or at least one of them, one of the few uh, big ones in America, Lilydale, New York. And Greg Keene, Reverend Gregory Keene, psychic medium, has been up there 50 years. That's right. You heard me right. 50 years. Lives on the grounds, on the premises. Um, so, uh, he's just amazing. He's been on my show pretty much the whole 10 years and, um, incredible readings, incredible. You you just don't get, uh, readings like this every day. Um, and, um, so Greg not only, um, answers your questions from, Romance to career to moving to bringing in loved ones who have passed, uh, but Greg also brings in information, other information you didn't even ask about. And guess what? He's right on that too. So his accuracy rate is, she's um, almost you know 100 um, percent and just unbelievable. So tonight. You can call in 347-884-8245 and press the one on your phone to come aboard, okay? And uh, and as always, we, we dedicate our um, nighttime shows uh, for love and action. It is um, our homeless mission, and now people are listening to me, people that are – that are calling in and people that are not calling in. Because I'm going to say something a little different tonight. Um, and that I have not said this um, yet. You know, love and action is something where we go and help the homeless on the streets of Oklahoma City. It's a mobile effort. 
It's where we can get to people where people can't get to the one mission that we have downtown Oklahoma City. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, and we have helped people like Burles go from being homeless at the age of 14 to actually ha- making it possible where he now has a place he calls home. We actually moved him from homeless with two shopping carts and then age 66 because of all the love at this show we were able to move him into his own place where he has a roof over his head he's got electricity and water food um and he's a he's a beautiful man i on my facebook page i put up some of the pictures the folks that i have helped and it just runs the the course and now we celebrated our one year of our uh, love and action in December, and now as as we go into our second year, my partner in this first year has has been the wonderful Jennifer Taylor with Quantum Touch, um, and she's really been my rock uh, through this, and and really helping at times where this mission had no funds to go out and help on the weekends or help people that have electricity cut and they have two small kids running around the house with no electricity, no heat. Um, and, but because of financial situations, um, I was informed that I no longer have my partner. And so I had a lot of soul searching to do, uh, the past couple of weeks. Do I continue? Um, or do I walk away from it? And it end. And I tell you, when you make a difference in someone's life, like so many of these people, like uh, Burles, when you actually, because this mission pays for Burles' rent, you see? And that's why I talk about the homeless mission so much and say, you know, to donate. And I think if I walk away from it, how, how do I tell Burles he's got to get out now? He's got to go back out on the streets. And I would love for someone to walk walk with me and do that. I, I just, I don't have the heart. I can't do that. I, I have to continue on with the mission. So what I'm saying is two things. One is we really need your donations to continue this second year. Uh, tomorrow being Friday and Saturday, those are my days off. I don't spend them at the theater or, or what have you. I work – no, it's not work, but I go to the to the streets of Oklahoma City and help the homeless. That's what I do my days off. I enjoy it. It brings me a lot, a lot of pleasure. Um, but I need help. I can't do it, you know, without help, of course. So what I'm saying tonight is please donate. First off, donate what your heart is saying, and if there's anybody out there that would like to partner up with me on the second year of Love in Action, please contact me, or you can just simply make a a, a donation for the month. Some, you know, some people have done that. Most I have found at the mission, people come and go as far as helping me, um, so I realize it's my it's mine to hold on to, mine to it, – it's either going to continue on with my help or it's going to fall if I quit. It's as simple as that. So 
You can donate um, by simply just either going to PayPal or GoFundMe link. Both of those are on the radio page where the bio is um, and also over here um, on the Facebook Live there, pinned there at the bottom. And if you're calling in, um, we're, as we always say, we will bring you up first, give you extra time. If you donate $49, um, we could bring a homeless family and we could actually put them into a warm hotel for two nights um, when it's so cold out. Um, but um, if you can't do that, then please donate 25 because all everything, every bit helps, and we'll still bring your call up to the top. If you've donated, um, please let me know so that we um, can get to your call first, because that's my thank you for helping out Love and Action, the folks that uh, need help. And uh, Joe Liberto, my hat's off to him. He came in Monday and really helped out this mission by uh, donations coming through. And uh, so... Uh, Anyway, this is our first show since Monday. Um, so, okay. So, okay. All right. So, check and see if I got any more questions. So, let's go ahead and let's bring in our guest here, Greg Keane. We're going to talk with Greg for a little bit, and then we're going to go right to your calls. Okay? And, um, and make sure if you're calling in to speak to Greg, you press that one on your phone. Okay? One on your phone. Press that so we know you you want to come on in. So let's go to the man of the sh hour and let's bring in Reverend Gregory King to the show. Greg, welcome back. Hey, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm finally Good warming up you. down here in Florida. I'm 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 like I can't believe how nice it is out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. I we, we need to mention to the new listeners you're in Florida. Your uh, winter getaway, you just got there last week, right? Yeah, I got there about a, well, a little over a week ago. And uh, got here and got straightened around and been working in the office and working with you and getting everything in order here. All right. Well, great. You you left Lilydale for a couple months when it was – how much snow was on the ground? <laughs> well, there was six and a half feet that snowed, and we were loading the car, and it was adding a foot and a half. <laughs> Six it feet. was just going and crazy it. snowing I was getting stuck with a van in the uh, driveway Or the street in front And I had to go back and forth And go back and forth like 15 feet To finally get it going enough That I could really get it moving Where it was moving So we got out of there And uh, got down here It took a little longer to get here than normal uh, Spirit was watching over us So I uh, decided to use my lane and when he decided to use my lane, I had to take a shortcut off, off country for a moment and blew a tire and mashed up a rim. We couldn't put a new tire on the rim. So it was interesting what happened. We spent two more days on the road than normal waiting for them to find a rim. We could find a tire, but we couldn't find a rim. And we never did get a rim that matched, so we just got a regular metal rim for now. And when I get back up home, we'll, we'll get one that matches. But it's been an interesting trip, and other than that, we've been fine. Everything's been great. Well, well, that's good, everybody. It was at least safe going down, so um, you'll, you'll find the rims uh, that match here eventually. So 
That's good. Yeah. That's good. Uh, you know, you you mentioned uh, you uh-huh. you mentioned Lloydale, and Lloydale officially is 139 yeah. years old coming this season. Okay, 139. Okay, I knew I was close. Okay, 139. Yep. And you've been there 50, so you've been there um, almost half, Greg. Almost half the time. Well, it's 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 <laughs> real interesting. I I had my birthday on January 7th, which I hit 65, and it's like you know people will comment the idea that okay, well you're retired now, and it's like what retire? I never even thought of that. That's never entered my mind. And, and then, then it's like you're a senior citizen and you can get these discounts, which was pretty neat, you know. <laughs> so it's been an interesting experience this year. Uh, I bet, I bet. I've got a couple of friends. Uh, I'm not quite there that age yet, but i got a couple of friends here that are turning 65, and they were basically saying the same thing, getting these things in the mail about, what insurance? Do, I mean, for Medicare to pick and all this. <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, it's like been wild. That. I mean, uh, you know, doing doing what is it, Medicaid and uh, Medicare. I don't even know what the heck it is, but anyway, you know, doing that and uh, switching doctors yeah. around and just all kinds of stuff due to the fact that you finally hit sixty-five. So it's been interesting, and all the things going on in the Dale and. You know, like the Maplewood Hotel was 1888 when it was built. And the home I'm living in that I I own up there now that I've been living in, that home was built in 1870. And the hotel was 1888. And there's a few other figures there I don't remember all all the uh, starting times of. But it's been a real interesting experience to be there, one of the oldest spiritualist communities in the world. And I've always enjoyed it. And I have people down here. I taught a circle last night. I'm in Bonita Beach, Florida. And uh, I've had an office here for about 25 years. So it's been interesting to come down and spend time here and meet the people again I would see in the winter usually. And sometimes see the same ones in the summer at Lowydale. So it's been an interesting, interesting couple weeks here. It's been really wonderful. Wow, well that's that's uh that's really interesting. Uh uh yeah, uh, I was going to I was going to say something on that. Uh so um oh, I was going to say uh, you know, uh, I I find in broadcasting of course I always talk about Lilydale cuz you coming on all these 10 years, but as the 10 years has progressed, you know the younger people um it, it's like uh when you talk to the people who run that, you know, give them the word that I think they need to uh, get some, I don't know if you'd say advertising out or whatever, but I tell people, yeah. and they say, you know, younger <clears throat> people, do you know what Lilydale is? And they're like, what? And like, you don't know Lilydale? And uh, so, yeah, <laughs> it's like you, you got to know what Lilydale is if you're in the spiritual well, field. <laughs> you know what I find? I find some people that think they understand spiritual things and they are real involved in it. And then they hear about Lowydale, and they're like, what, it was there that long? You know, and these things have been going on for generations. Uh, In my life, I'm fourth-generation spiritualist and medium and healer, and it's something that 
that's been a regular thing in my life that I literally grew up with. And I see people that really, uh, I've seen some people in bookstores and things, and it's like, oh, they know all about spiritual things. Well, they had no idea what spiritual things really are. And they're off into whatever book they read, and they're off into whatever they think they're creating. And, uh, you know, I think it's very sad because I think Lowydale's now turning a corner on advertising a bit more and letting people know they're available. And that's going to be a fascinating energy for people to reach. And I advertise Lowydale all the time and work work with that as a base of operations as well as the idea of uh, getting people to know what exists and what we exist for. So it's been a real interesting experience. You know, the lady that built my house in 1870 when I purchased the home, uh, she literally appeared to me in, in my living room area and greeted me and wanted me to be there. And it's something there that when I went down to the office and talked to Sue at the office, which is one of the ladies that's been there for years and years, uh, I described her and she said to me, well, if there wasn't so much snow on the ground, I'd take you over to the library and show you a portrait of her over the fireplace. So the history of people that are in the Dale and history of people that have been in the Dale is really pretty amazing because in the time span I've been there, the people I was around when I was a child riding my bicycle around the Dale, when I would ride my bicycle around the Dale, I find now there's just a handful of people that are still there that would have known me and we would have shared a great deal. And they're all in spirit now. And a few of them are in nursing homes and different situations like that. But it's really fascinating. You know, I had a 104-year-old woman uh, come to me in the summer and said to me, I remember you on your red bicycle. I remember you coming to my house and having tea on the porch. And, you know, there's a history of knowledge and experience that many people really miss. They really don't connect with that, and there's there's no environment for them to really get connected to in that. And I find in Lowydale, I've experienced that, and it's always been a wonderful energy to experience. So I find it fascinating, you know, the, the walking history. I would sit with the woman that was 104, and she would talk about Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, Arthur Ford, Edgar Casey, personal communications, personal connections, you know, my teacher, Dana Bailey, I mean, he had bundles of letters on top of his bookshelf that were from all those great, great men. And they came to Lollydale and spoke and shared and communicated. And to have personal stories about that and experiences about that, I find it fascinating because where do you find it in the history book now? And who's alive at this time that could explain that to you? And the knowledge and experience that went along with it is just amazing. Yeah, I agree. Agree. Well said. Yeah. Uh, Greg, how do folks reach you for private sessions? They'd like to reach me for a private session. If they're right here in Florida, they can do it in person or they can do it over the phone, no matter where they're at. Uh, phone number would be 716-595-3529. 716-595-3529. And the ad- address on the web would be www. Rev R E V Gregory Keen K E H N dot com. If they'd like to do that, uh, my secretary's name is Laura, and she'll take care of any phone calls or any internet connections. I have people down here. I do classes on Wednesday nights. 
in in, uh, in a uh, a room there at uh, at the office, and we have a nice group of people that we sit with, and it works out wonderfully, and it's open to the public. You don't have to be advanced, you don't have to be a beginner. You can be anything that you believe and understand, and you can come in and sit in the class and enjoy it. And we have a wonderful time with that. Presently in Bonita Beach, Florida. And uh, the phone number is reachable. My secretary takes care of that. I actually have a secretary in Ohio, and I live in New York State, and I've had the same secretary in Ohio, a wonderful lady, and she's been doing this work with me and for me for years and years. So it's been really an interesting experience here in life. All right. Well, beautiful. Uh, that's really great. Uh, well, let's go to uh, some callers. How does that sound, Greg? Sure. It sounds great. All right, so uh, you guys who are called in, or if you want to call in, the number is 347-884-8245. Press the 1 on your phone to come aboard. Make sure you press that 1. I'll come to you in the screening room, okay? And if you've donated, please, uh, either 25 or, if you can, donate 49. Um, and let me know, okay? So, I mean, uh, I will come to you, though, as I said, in the screening room. Uh, to get your info, you can let me know there. If you need help, to stay where you're at. We'll work in some free readings, too, as time permits. Um, so let's go to Carrie, our first call, who made a donation. To, thank you very much. Carrie, you're on with Gregory King. Hi. Hello. How you doing? I'm okay. Good. What's your question? Um, what do you see coming in the future for me? Um, do you see anything positive? I see positive things coming to you, but I feel for a while there, you have so many things happening that you would really look at as not being the most positive. I feel like it was very draining, and I feel you reach yeah. a point now where sometimes you're ready to duck. It's like if you think something's coming, you're ready to duck because you think it may not be good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I and know. I see you having positive things coming to you, and I feel like you've been rearranging your life recently with people around you. And I want to say you love them, you care about them, but you reach a point emotionally where enough is enough, and I can't keep being involved in all the negativity of what some people get themselves into. And I feel you're setting your intent in a better way to bring the harmony and bring the calmness instead of having all the confusion. So that's going to be a better energy for you, and it's certainly going to bring you more of a calmness in your life. Also, I don't feel you're thinking this at the moment, but would you recognize you've toyed with the idea that futuristically that you'd make a physical move from one environment to another? I just, I just, um, I just said that. Because I I'm keep feeling about... that around you, but I don't feel an immediate feeling. I feel like that's still off in time yet a little bit. But when the door opens for it, it's really a wonderful energy. And I just see it as something that you will do. And I do feel the thought recently of clearing out and cleaning out in the home you're in to bring it down to what you want and how you want things because you've ended up with somewhat of a clutter of things. And also, would you understand someone else has helped clutter this up? I'm sorry, say that again? Someone else has left things there or put things there. It sort of clutters things up. Because I feel an energy here of you organizing things and the next time they're visiting, they're there, you go, here, this is yours, take it with you. And I could see you really making space in your environment 
to have things in the manner you really desire to have and the way you really want to have it because I feel you're tired of the idea of dealing with everybody else's stuff, be it emotional stuff or physical stuff, but you're tired of dealing with their stuff. I am. Um, do you, and how old are your children? Oh, they're all adults. My youngest is 21. My oldest is 28. There's four? Yes. Because I keep seeing four around you, and I feel yep. two of them are more independent and doing what they need to do and sort of accomplish what they need to, and two of them still want to reach back and depend on you to take care of some things. Right. And just recently, you started to pull back a little bit and feel like I can't keep giving to the extent that I did at one time give, because you were giving a great deal of energy for a while, and now I see you stepping back enough where it's like I can't keep doing that to the extent that I had. So I was feeling used. Um, financially, when will I be okay? Say that again, please. I didn't hear you right. Oh, financially, when do you think that I'll be okay? I see you coming into this spring and summer and really looking at things where you can breathe easier, and it's going to be an easier energy for you in an emotional way because I'm seeing you getting ahead in the finances, and I feel between now and then, I see a building up of finances. It's really a good thing because it's going to help you take things down and take them out of the way and not have them left hanging. It's been really bothering you to have things left hanging to the degree that you have. Yeah, it has been draining. Okay, anything else? Who would be around you that's actually added to your financial turmoil because the times you've given to them to help them when they needed to be doing it for themselves? It's my kid. And I see you step back, and it's like, you know what? You're old enough, and you need to be responsible. And I feel the energy there that they're going to have to start taking care of themselves better. How old Mm -hmm. is she? She's the 28-year-old. Well, would you understand she made some bad choices concerning love relationships also? Well, she's getting married next month. But they're just doing it at a courthouse. She's just, I don't know. Nobody's well, invited. Let me, <laughs> let, let me put it in these terms. Uh, if we're ashamed of what we're doing, why are we doing it? Mm-hmm. I, put it in this fun. form. I feel there's some things coming up that I'm seeing her wanting that she's going to want you to supply her with, and I can just see you saying no, and that you're not going to even attempt to do it. Because I feel the energy with her, she can be a bit narcissistic at times in her attitude, mm-hmm. and her approach would be the idea of what she wants is what she wants and the way she wants. And mm-hmm. I just see you stepping back enough from it that I'm not going to allow it to be an ongoing energy that becomes so destructive, because it really mm-hmm. has been destructive for you as well as herself. Okay. Do you see me moving down south? I would say yes later because I feel when you finally reach a point where they're not using you and you have your own energy, your own life, your own direction, I see a decision to be moving south and living south, and I felt Mm -hmm. actually very good about it, and I just see it as a matter of timing that that door is going to be open, and when that happens, I see them all in shock that you're doing what you know you need to do. Great. (laughs) Great. Good. That's what I wanted to hear. Thank you so much. 
You're welcome, dear. You take care of yourself. God bless. You too. God bless. <clears throat> Bye-bye. All right. Thanks for your call there. We appreciate you. And um, let's uh, go to our next call. Now, uh, Morgan, um, who made a donation, please, uh, I need your area code. I can't find you on the switchboard, please. Um, Let's go next to, um, uh, we're going to, uh, let's see where we're going. Uh, We're going to Iowa and 712. And first name, please. Hi, Debbie. Debbie, welcome. You're on with Greg King. Thank you for your donation. You're welcome. Hi, Debbie. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. You going to read for me? Yes. Please. Well, I feel you pick up on people and you pick up on things around you all the time. I do, but somehow I don't pick up on myself. Uh huh. Well, I feel you have a wonderful ability, and I feel there's a part of you that hesitates in allowing yourself to go with it because sometimes you look at things and think, well, I don't know if I want to know, or I'm not sure I want to tell them what I'm picking up. And I feel a need for you to relax because you really pick up well when you allow it. And I feel like you're beginning to look at things more where I'm seeing you beginning to open up and allow yourself to work with it further than you ever have. Yeah, you're right. And I feel another energy with you, with the people around you in the living. I feel like it's been a bit aggravating because I feel there's times here you just want to tune them out because you've listened to the same things of the moaning and groaning over and over. And I just feel like you're at a point with that where basically enough's enough. If they don't want to get up and get moving, quit crying about it. Sure. You're right. And you've been going through a transition recently where I want to say it's reshaping where you want to have and what you want to have in your own life. Because I kept seeing you fulfilling other people's desires, wishes, manipulations. And now I see you looking at your own life and it's like, I want to have my life in order. I want to have the calmness. I want to have the peacefulness. I don't want to have all the turmoil. And I feel like you've had turmoil in the past that can be really disruptive. And now I see you looking at it where I'm I'm wanting to be out of that energy. Yeah. Do you have a question? Um, I ever going to get my finances straightened out? I see you getting your finances back in order here, and I would say really pretty shortly you're going to get it settled. But would you recognize there's two people around you that you in a financial way have given to and given to and given to, and just recently you started to say no? Don't have it to give anymore. Well, let me say it this way. I know you don't have anything more to give anymore, and you're needing to step back and not allow yourself to keep giving because there's times it's given, you know, the old adage of it gives, you give to it hurts, and I feel like you've been hurting. And I'm seeing you now at a point where enough is enough, and I'm done hurting, I'm done giving, I'm done playing the game, 
And I feel like that's going to make such a difference to have your life back in order and not have all the turmoil you had going. Because would you recognize you got two of them around you that want to work on you to get what they can get? Yeah. You're right. Because I see you starting to stand your ground more, and I think it's going to be a good energy that you need to. And also, there's been thoughts recently about wanting to take a trip away, but you haven't really committed to it yet. I would like to go see my mom. My mom has been ill, and she's in an assisted living home all by herself. None of my siblings go to see her. Where where does she and, live at? Huh? Yeah, where where does she live at? Ohio. And where do you live? Iowa. Well, I get a feeling here of you visiting and being in Ohio and visiting, and I think it's going to be very nice. Now, are, are she in Trumbull County? Medina. Medina. Well, I get the feeling there of you going and spending some time there, and I felt the opportunity to get out and go, and I felt wonderful with spending the time there, and I think she'd be absolutely amazed at the idea of you being there, and it would give you an opportunity to help out and work with things. But I could see it as a blessing for her and a blessing for you, too. Yeah. Um, well, this... Um, my husband is very ill. Uh, mm-hmm. Will this be after he passes? I feel he has his organs in his body that are malfunctioning and shutting down some. They're not working correctly. Yeah, he's been very ill this week. And, uh, you know, I'm a nurse and I cannot figure out what's wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, would you recognize he's been physically weaker than what was ever normal for him? Yes, yes. Because I keep seeing the physical weakness, and I felt such a drained energy, and I feel like that's been very aggravating to try to work with him because in some ways he gets a little belligerent about things. Very stubborn. And um, he's not eating, uh, mm-hmm. I make him things that he likes, and then he'll say, oh, this is so nasty. It tastes so nasty. And I realize it's the chemo pills and, you know, yeah. a lot of other things that's going on, but it gets very frustrating to cook, and then he won't eat. <laughs> well, I'm going to put it simply there. I see a door opening that I feel one day he'll let go and he'll go in his sleep and I just see him waking up on the spirit side. That'd be a blessing. Yeah. He's been fought for so long. Yeah. He's put it's up been a good tough fight. For you. It's been tough for you because he really has hung in there and he's hung in there a long time. And I feel like it's been incredibly draining to you to keep going and keep fighting and keep pushing to try to make things better. When at times, he at times recently 
has been more negative. Yeah, I pick up a lot of negativity from him. Um, but he's scared, and I understand right. that. Like someday he told me that uh, it was time for him to buy the farm and bite the bullet. And I said, what does that mean? You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he says, that means I'm dying. How do mm-hmm. you feel about that? Are you going to be okay? And I said, yes, because I feel God is with me. Well, not only God's with you, dear, but I feel wonderful that you have guardian angels with you that watch over you, and they're very close, and it's just a wonderful energy that they're helping you. I don't feel a negative feeling with you. I feel very positive feelings with you. And I see anything straightened around where you're going to feel better, and your energy is going to come back, because I feel like you had a period of time there that your energy was all out of whack for a while. And I see it taking time for you to get it back to the point where you're feeling better. And I'm seeing you regaining your own energy. I see that working for you. You're going to be you're going to be definitely better. Um, do you see my very first love coming back into my life? Your very first one. Love. I feel a friendship coming that would be him, and I see him reaching out to you to be supportive of you. But that's it. Well, I feel there can be more, but I don't feel it's immediate. And I do see it as something that you're working on emotionally. I keep seeing him talking to you on the phone. Okay. Do you have a like a, a date for me? A time? A month? Summer? Well, I get the feeling here of going towards summer more. And I felt a connection with him is going to be there. It's a positive energy. Okay. I feel it's going to be so wonderful to have your life in order and not have all the disharmony going. I think it's going to be great. Um, so do you see him coming by the end of the month or making some sort of contact with me? I see a contact with you within within six to eight weeks is what I'm seeing, but I feel communication, and I felt an energy there that I see him reaching out and letting you know he's been thinking about you, and I feel he sends a lot of prayer and thought in your direction. Okay. Great. All right. Okay. Um, is my siblings ever going to straighten out? No. No. <laughs> they are what, what they are. They are what they are. They are what they are. They are going to do what they've been doing. And I don't see anything straightening out. I just see you disconnecting from them and not allow yourself to be involved in all the drama. My intuition tells me my sister has been scamming my mom's money. Uh, is that true? Yes, I feel that she has helped. Herself. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. I stayed spending some time with your mom, and it's going to work out good for you and her, too. All right? Okay. Thank you so much. God bless you there. You take care. God bless you. Take care, Debbie. We love you. Thank you. We love you. Okay. Take care. Uh, Greg, uh, how do folks reach you for a private session? How do folks reach you for a private session? How do folks reach you? If they'd like to reach me, me? they can call me on 716. Yes, I heard you. And uh, they can call me 716-595-3529. If they'd like to reach me on the Internet, that would be com. Okay, very good. Let's go to Morgan next. Morgan, you're on the air. Thank you for your donation. Hello. Hi, Morgan. Hi. Hi, what's your question? Um, I just wanted to know if I had any messages from a, 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 one, a lost one that passed away. His name is Bruce. So it helps you in. How old was Bruce? 25. Would you recognize with Bruce that he did not expect to leave when he did? Yes. Because I felt a suddenness there, and I felt when he left, he was in shock over the idea that that occurred, because he couldn't believe what happened happened. Yes. And I see him around you to help you, and I feel a gentle energy. But would you recognize on the earth plane, he could raise a little heck here and there, and I see him a person that was taking chances, and I feel that on the spirit side, he now realizes how silly that was. What do you mean? Did Couldn't I hear you. Say, I, didn't hear, I, I didn't hear what you said. Say it again. I heard taking I chances. Feel, I see him taking chances on the earth plane when he was in the living, and he had the attitude he could get away with it, and his attitude failed. And I feel he's in spirit, and he's reached out to uplift you because he wants you to be happy. He's happy. He's at peace on the spirit side. But he's shown me that you've had a lot of turmoil around you, and you've been finding recently that you started to cut some people out of your life and not allow them to be in your life because they actually became incredibly draining to you. Yes, yes, all the way. And I feel like you really had to have that time out to not let yourself be drained and fatigued over all the energy there because that was really not so good for you. That was really terrible. Yeah. He's gone. I see see you regaining your health and regaining your emotional health because I feel for a while there you were really getting beaten down for a bit. Yeah. I'm trying to make my way back. It's just hard because it's like I, you try to be happy and you want to, you know what I mean? Everybody wants to find love and do all these things, but it's like what do you do when the person that you're in love with is gone? Well, not only <laughs> that, but it's been hard for you also to really reach a point of acceptance because once we reach, reach a point where we've mourned and we've accepted and we're moving forward, then there's a healing energy that comes in and to have someone else in your life in the future, I really feel will happen. But I feel it's been so hard for you 
to really allow yourself to let go of what you had there. That's been a very hard energy for you because you loved and cared about that person a great deal. Yeah, like a lot more than and more than anybody really, more than anybody I've ever been with in mm-hmm. life. Mhm. Well, I see it settling down and I see it doing better, but I don't feel it's been easy. And I feel like even going through these swings in the emotions at times where it's hard for you to let go and allow it to be something you can put in the past. Because he wishes to come through in a dream, and he wants to come through in a dream and let you know he's with you and he's helping, and it's really a wonderful energy, and he will. He's definitely going to make his presence known. It's almost like, I don't know, to me it almost seems like, you know how like somebody's energy that has passed away, they're like around you and it almost feels so close that they're almost there? Yeah. Like it kind of feels like he never really left because he's always he's well, always here. I feel he's always around to help you, but he wants you to know that you need to let go in the morning and allow yourself to let go in that manner, and that will help a lot because I see him wanting to reach through to you in a way that you'd recognize and know, know even more than you have. And I feel sometimes it's been restricted because there's a part of you having a hard time accepting that he's actually gone. Right. So now, like, so, so pretty much, like, in order for me to, like, like, know that he's here and like see him and feel it, like, like, like his presence, it's just hard for me to, it's hard for me to accept it. You know what I mean? He, it, he passed away on November second. So for me, it's like mm-hmm. kind of still fresh. Well, it's fresh. November 2nd is not that far back, but I feel the energy around you of really realizing the more you heal, the more easier he can have to come through. Does he have anything? So just know in your healing that you're needing your healing. Is there any anything that he, he wants me to know? I feel he wants you to know he wants you to know he wants you to know he loves you and he's there for you and he said the sooner you accept that he's in the spirit and really allow it to be in acceptance the more then he can come through and share and he can communicate so much more and it's really a wonderful energy I see him very happy to do so yeah and they keep like there's been a couple people have talked to me and they've they said something about the ocean, like him being something about me, him in the ocean. I don't know what that's about. If you know anything about that, or if you're getting any of those vibes. Well, think of it this way: the ocean would be a symbol of cleansing, and the ocean is so vast, and he's so aware of everything in the world around us. And I see him reach down on the spirit side of life and want you to know that he's with you no matter where you go. And would you recognize recently? You've been having some thoughts at times about changing the residency that you're now living in? Not somewhat. Not really heavily, though. Like, just like passing thoughts. I don't really know. I, I, don't, I don't ever want to move. When he was alive, I was going to move down south. Yeah. I never went. I stayed with him. I stayed here. Well, I felt being with him was something that you needed and wanted to do. 
but I do feel an energy with you. Not immediately, but I would say within a two-year time span, I see you have another opportunity to move down south, and I can see decisions about work, money, security, and get that in order. And once you have that in order, I can see you making a move. Okay. And my last, my last and only question left I have is, my dad, he's still living. Is his house mm-hmm. going to get any better or... His heart, you said? His health. I see him him doing better, but I feel an energy with him. Would you understand he was very self-destructive with what he did with his own health for quite quite a few years? Yes. Because I don't feel anything happening to him that he didn't bring on or he didn't create by doing what he was doing in life, and I feel it created the ill health. And now I see him really wanting to fix it, and get it better, which I do feel will be an improvement, and certainly he could function better. Okay. But I'm seeing you getting things leveled out in your life and being more settled and not have all the turmoil you've had going because you've had plenty of turmoil there. You don't need it. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very like, overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. All the time, almost, as if. It almost feels like everything's... Everything's out of whack all the time, and I'm such a, like, one-way person. Like, I like all my stuff, like, calm and peaceful and not all scattered all over the place. Well, I see you bringing things to balance, and you're not going to have all the turmoil that you did have, and I see it making a big difference. But I'm seeing you realizing you can't keep giving to everybody else because I see some people around you that are like leeches, and they just keep sucking you dry. And it's not even like they suck me dry like material things. It's like, not, like they drain literally. Like they can sit next to me and drain all of my energy just by their just with their presence. It's like almost crazy. Right. Right. It's been it's been it's been a wild ride. It's like kind of like weird because I was talking to this guy. Like me and him were kind of like talking back and forth, whatever. We were like dating, whatever. Yeah. And my energy was so drained, and he was like, take, it was like taking, just, it was like, he took all my energy. And then I had, we had went on a road trip to Massachusetts to go help out a friend of mine. And I had this dream in the car, and it was Bruce, the one who passed away, and he was looking at me, like, almost disappointed, like, and he just said to me, like, uh, do you really think that this kid is going to be your best friend? Like, this is the person that you want to be with? Are you kidding me? Like, can you, can you do what you need to do? Well, I feel you're balancing things out better, and I'm seeing you coming around to a point where you're loving people in the way you can, meaning where when you can, you will, but you're not going to get drawn in there all our drama because you got some people there to just absolutely create drama and live in it all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Yep. You don't need it there. Move on. Right. I know All right. It's just hard, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're going to make a lot of changes, and I think the changes I'm seeing are really good ones. And it's just a matter of timing for you to really be more settled, too. So let's keep at it and get it done. Right. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome, dear. Good luck with everything. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. 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 
All right. Thanks for your call there. We appreciate it. Greg, again, how do folks reach you for private sessions? They'd like to reach me at a private level. That'd be 716-595-3529. And that'd be 716-595-3529. And the uh, website would be www.revregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregregreg
Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I keep seeing them playing games with things, and that the boss really doesn't do anything about it because this this person really doesn't want to have any responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I just see you laying it right on them that it's like, listen, you know, I've managed and done well for years here. It's not a problem. And it's now at a point where it's your problem. You want it to happen? I'm going to let it happen. I'm not going to fight with everybody anymore. If you don't have strength enough to do something about it, it's going to be a severity for them to wake up. You know, why am I fighting with them? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right that makes sense? Yes. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you've been there quite a while. I've been doing this job for so many years, yes. But I do have a new boss this year, and she's she's been very difficult. Mhm. And what what position does she hold? Uh, well, she managed twenty school, and I'm one of the school, so we call her like our area manager. Mhm. But would you recognize she passes the buck all the time? And she doesn't want to be responsible and really pinning things down? Yes. Because mm-hmm. I just see you reaching a point where you're not going to scream and yell and carry on or anything. I just see you very calmly telling her, I'm not going to worry about it. If you don't want to do anything about it, fine. I'm not going to worry about it anymore. That is true. Yes, I, I have see. a problem employee. Yeah. I have a problem employee, and she's taking her side. I told myself she's there. Take she's taking her side, so I said, you know what? I'm not gonna stress myself over it, you know. But then again, she's on me all the time, so now she's picking on me. Mhm. Well, who's above her? So, there was a gentleman above him, uh, her. Now the gentleman above think, her. What position does he hold? Gonna, he, uh, he, he, we called him as the. The di- director. All right. Have you uh-huh. spoke to him? I spoken with him last week. And, and what was his response? Know. He says he will take care of it, but I caught him lying too on some of the situation that I have talked to him. But I don't know. <laughs> mhm. Well, let me put it real simple. I feel an energy with you that uh, I feel the director really likes the idea that the one above you is letting on to him that she has it all in hand and she's handling it. And I feel the lady that's stirring everything up, she knows she can get away with it because her buddies. Uh-huh, yeah. And because her buddies, she's going to continue doing that and allow that and that you're going to reach a point where I just see you stepping back and it's like whatever she chooses to do, she chooses to do. You're just not going to get mm-hmm. caught up in that energy anymore. Yes, uh, I'm tired of it. Nope. I told myself, as long as I'm doing my part, if she's not doing her part, that's not my problem. Right. And that's what I feel you're coming to, is just that ability to step back enough from it. And it's like I can see you letting, letting her know that, hey, if that's the way you want things, have it that way. And I could see it shaking her up a bit to realize then, that you're not taking care of everything to the degree that you're used to. Mm-hmm. You're handling it. You're doing everything needs to be done in all the other ways, but 
but you're not caught up in the energy of negativity of where she can still stir everything up for you. Well, do you see her immediate supervisor will do something about this? Will she will she even back off for whatever she's doing to me? Well, the immediate supervisor now, the one that's been friends with this person? Uh-huh. That's my boss, yeah. Uh-huh. Thought about I see her having a problem coming up where I see health bothering her, and I see her at a point where I'm seeing this woman stirring some things up, and I see her pulling the advisor in and saying, listen, this is what she did, this is how she did it, and it's your baby, you handle it, because I don't see her knowing what to do with it, because she wants to play buddy buddies here, and I just see you looking at it and going, that's what she did, your choice, you do what you want to. And I just see you stepping away from it. And if she turns around and says, well, this is your responsibility, no, it's not my responsibility because you don't give me the support I need to get to take care of it. And if you want it, you take care of it. And I can see someone at a higher level then finding out the truth about what's going on, and I can see them coming down on her. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Yeah. These well, I'm you know with all this been going on, I tried to apply for a different job. Do you see me moving now, getting this job? I mean, I, I see really another job opening up to you. I uh-huh. see another job opening up to you that's going to bring you the financial security that you need. And I feel an energy there that you're not going to give them a big, long, drawn-out time span that you'll work for them yet. I feel when the other job lines up where you're getting your paycheck, you know it's going to be secure. You're just going to go for it. I can see you just telling the director that, listen, you know, here's my papers. I'm done. I'm not playing the game anymore. You want to run things? Great. Have her run things. That's fantastic. I'm not going to worry about it anymore. I'm no longer here. And I can see the director very uptight because he knows you've been a good worker and how long you've been a good worker. And I can see him very uptight over the idea that it's like, oh, my God, you know, she's serious. But I just see you just letting him know the facts of what's going on. And the woman that's the director above you, I see you letting her know that she's been lied to and the games are going on. And that you just very calmly tell her, I don't care. You know, if you're going to be stupid enough to not really listen to truth and what's going on, you know, you manage it. And I can see it throwing her because she really doesn't think you're going to do anything. She thinks you're just going to sit there. Mm-hmm. And well, I don't see another me, job yeah. opening up. I, mm-hmm. I see another job opening up. It's a wonderful job. It'll be a fun job. You're going to enjoy the people. And I see people mm-hmm. there really handling things and being honest. When do you see that coming, though? I did apply. I did interview in December 12, and I'm still waiting, and I, I don't know if, if I'm going to get it. You know, I'm, It's a state job. I get a job. feeling here of a job lining up for you, and you're going to be working, and I get a feeling less than a month and a half, I would say within about a six-week time span, you're going to know about it. Is it the job that I interviewed, or I have not interviewed for it yet? I'm not certain if it's the exact one you went to or this is another one still connected to the same place. 
Because they actually have more than one job available. Yeah. I'm just worried about losing my pension, but I found out if I move to the state, it's going to add it another five more years. I could retire in 10 years, but now it's going to be 15. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with that. I see it as an energy that you're going to be able to organize yourself where you'll continue your pension because I feel the job is going to be something your pension would continue on in. And I feel like okay. you'd be fine. All right. Thank you. That's good to know. Um, yeah, she hasn't been bothering me for about a week and a half now because immediate super, her immediate supervisor told her, you know, to give me some breathing space. I guess that's why I haven't been seeing her lately, you know. Yeah. She used to go to my school about twice a week. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. well, I think it's going to work out great for you, and you're going to be able to move on. And I see you taking on a new job, and I see your pension continued, and I feel you're going to be fine with that, but I see the paycheck being better. Okay. That's good to know. And uh, I have one more last question, though. Uh, what do you see about my health? About your health? Mm-hmm. Yes, I had some bad lab work lately, and I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I see you getting straightened around with the health more. I don't see the health as a big problem. I think you're going to get straightened around, but I feel a need to realize that the emotional stress has brought on some of these things. I see. You get the emotional stress calmed down, and it's going to be a real big change for you for the better. Well, that's good to know. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, well, thank you. Appreciate it. I'm really looking forward for that job, really. I mean, yeah, I, I need yeah. money though for my children now. Single parent. Sure, sure. You're gonna be all right. It's gonna work. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You're evening. welcome, dear. God bless you. You take care. Uh-huh. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. If anyone would like to reach me, they can reach me at seven one six five nine five. 3529, 716 595, 3529. And if they want to reach me on the website, that'd be www.rav, R A V, Gregory Keen, K E H N.com. Alrighty. Alright, well, that's going to do it for tonight. Greg, I want to thank you for some really great calls, great connections, and really a great evening. So have a good week there, Greg, and we'll see you back next Thursday. Hey, God bless now. Take care. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. Thanks for being here. This is going to be the – we'll be back on Sunday night. So, everybody, have a great weekend. Be blessed. Much love. And thanks for tuning in. Good night.